Hi, welcome to Authentically ADHD with your host, me, Carmen, where we talk all things ADHD, the good, the bad, the ugly. I give you tips and tricks, and I love talking about it. I'm an early childhood special education teacher. I am a certified life coach, and I'm a fellow ADHDer. We have a lot of topics that we can overshare and talk about. So let's get started. Well, hello, my friend, and welcome back to the podcast. And if it's your first time, welcome to Authentically ADHD with me, your host, Carmen. We have had an episode-heavy week this week, my friends. Two reasons for that. One, I am on break for mm, about uh, not even 24 more hours. And two, because the end of the year is rough. So I may not be on schedule every week with an episode for you, but I will be sure to get one out to you at least every two weeks. Today's topic is something that I did spend some time doing during my break, and it's cleaning, organizing, and decluttering, aka spring cleaning. We're doing spring cleaning ADHD style ADHD edition, and there's a freebie if you would like to follow along in the show notes. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, ADHDer, are you looking for some more support with your ADHD? Do you want to learn more in a community with someone educated leading you to learn more about your ADHD and how to cope with it? I have great news for you. I am running my very first small group coaching this summer. It is the ADHD Bootcamp, Learn to Manage Your Life with ADHD. It's nine weeks. You get access to workbooks, group coaching weekly, and I'm going to do an info session on April 3rd. You'll also get two one-on-one coaching calls with me to hone in on your goals for this program. I can't wait to see you in there. Make sure you go to the link in my show notes or visit authenticallyadhd.org to get more information and sign up for the info call. Can't wait to see you there. Hi friend, really quick, I would just love to ask you to scroll up on your podcast app and click the rating button and give me a rating. This way other people, they they can find this podcast in order to help them the way that it's helped you. If you don't know how to do that or you don't have the executive function to do that, just snap a screenshot and share it to your Instagram story and share it with a friend, share it with anyone who you think would benefit because this helps me to help you help as many people who struggle with ADHD as possible. Thank you so much in advance. You're awesome.
but spring does make me want to declutter and clean up a little bit. It's nice to have that little bit of a clean, fresh start to things. What about you? In my experience, most ADHDers have a love-hate relationship with organizing, meaning we love when it's clean, but we hate the process of cleaning. Have you ever wondered why we work best in decluttered environments? No, we don't. It's getting an environment from messy to organized. That's the problem. So we just lie to ourselves and say that we work better in a decluttered environment because we are decluttered. When in reality, our environments are a, they're a um, reflection of our brain. And for us with ADHD, it all begins with our prefrontal cortex, the executive functions, and self-awareness. You must find out if a messy environment impedes on your productivity in order to continue being productive. Some people work totally fine in a messy area. So, which are you? So be self-aware and know that decluttering and organizing is super hard for us. So if you've been telling yourself that it should be easy, I'm sorry, my friend, it should not be easy. Cleaning, organizing, and decluttering should be hard. Why, you ask? Well, in order to like organize and do declutter and clean up, you have to start, which includes task initiation skills. Most of us stop there because we are overwhelmed with the mess and have no idea where to start or even make any sort of plan. See, right there comes in the planning and prioritization. So the area ends up staying messy. So let's talk a little bit more about the executive functions involved in cleaning and organizing, shall we? First, there's the task initiation. And just beginning the task is, is difficult, just starting. It also involves planning and prioritizing, managing distractibility, impulse control, time management, and follow through. There's also some emotional regulation in there because we have to make decisions that sometimes we have moralized. So for an ADHD brain, a messy room or area usually overwhelms us because of how many executive functioning skills we need to use in order to do it. We need to choose a place to clean, make a decision, plan out how we're going to do it, and the length of time that it will take that is you know, if we don't get distracted by things that we find while we're in the process of cleaning, like, you know, a yearbook from 17 years ago that you just start going through and it's two hours later and oh my god, there's impulse control in wanting to do different tasks like that. Or maybe dressing up with, you know, old clothes that you find that you forgot you had. You have to know that you're going to have to tolerate some of those feelings. Then there's the emotional regulation of keeping or getting rid of stuff because, let's be honest, we have so much stuff that we do not need, use, or even want. We keep it because we think we might need it. We keep it because it meant a lot to a family member. But I want to ask you a question. Does it mean a lot to you? Do you like it? Do you want to keep it? 
Is it a part or a reflection of you? That's where we have to detach morality from these types of decisions. So do you identify with when your brain is messy, your spaces are also messy? This has a lot to do with how we treat our brains. We treat them like file cabinets, stuffing them full of tasks, thoughts, emotions, and to-dos. So you cannot say to yourself that you suck at organization and then expect to grow in this area. Because if you don't believe that you can, you might as well stop listening now because your belief in yourself is what, what this depends on too. You have to have a thought saying like, I can be productive. And what I invite you to do is start by saying, I can do this for 10 minutes or five. Set a timer, see how long. So if you really want to grow, it is a skill that can be learned. So make it a point to get out a piece of paper and get all that crap out of your brain, especially if cleaning gives you overwhelm like it does for me. Your cluttered space is a reflection of your mind and the mess up there. So get it out and get it organized. I know this next part to be true from experience, coaching my clients, reading, and researching, and it's a rough one. Are you ready? ADHDers sometimes keep and have so much stuff that we look like hoarders. We keep broken shit. Why? We have a pile of crap we have been meaning to put up on Facebook Marketplace to sell for a year Basically, ADHDers have too much stuff, but we are emotionally attached to that stuff, even if we don't actually like the stuff. <laughs> so, a quick recap of the reasons why. Why we avoid decluttering, etc. Because the work might start up in your brain with your thoughts. Thoughts about organization and thoughts about your stuff and the emotions it brings up. Why not? We're overwhelmed, so it seems like too much. We are emotionally attached to the things that we have. We have too much of it, and it takes a lot of executive functioning skills to clean, organize, and declutter. This process doesn't happen overnight. It's okay if it takes time. It should take time. No one goes to bed and wakes up the next day being, like, awesome at organizing. I also want to make a case for living a more minimalistic lifestyle. This is how I've improved my organization through my life. Um, and no, this doesn't mean I'm going to tell you to like get rid of all your stuff. But most people, ADHD or not, have too much stuff. Including me. I still have too much stuff. I have so many pens, it's insane. But that is a small example, and we hold on to things that we don't even like because it means something to someone we love. But if you don't even like it, why do you have it? Pausing for dramatic effect, and I'm asking again, why do you have it? So we've gone through why it's hard, and it's still going to be difficult, so let's take those obstacles and give them a few solutions. First, time it right. If you only have a specific amount of time, do not try to organize an entire room or your house. Pick a small area and break it down. Do one small part and make sure you set a timer. If you don't have just a specific set amount of time, start small. Start with, you know, little by little areas. 
a workspace, a section of a room, a desk, a pantry. Even going on doing the whole room can give us overwhelm. Then get out of scarcity mindset and get ready to tolerate some big emotions. I never said it would be easy, but if we manage our minds first, take out the morality in the decisions and the what if I need it in the future mindset, it's a lot easier and it goes a lot smoother. Why? Because it will only lead to keeping and accumulating more stuff, creating more clutter, creating more overwhelm. So just get it out. Get all of that out on paper. And then, seriously, just start. Starting can be one of the most difficult parts of organizing. Because task initiation is a struggle. Believe me. I know. So put on some music, a podcast, or whatever will help motivate you to get started and go. I make it a game to see if I can declutter a space before my playlist that's specified for cleaning ends. The playlist is about 50 minutes long, and usually I end up continuing because once we start, sometimes hyperfocus kicks in and even stopping is difficult. So if you do need to stop, just make sure to set a timer or create a playlist that specifically is for cleaning with music and or podcasts so you can better manage your time. Because again, we're time blind, so make sure you take that into account. Another big tip I recommend is please, please, don't do what the neurotypicals do when they clean and declutter an area. They take everything out of or off of or from around that area and completely empty the area before putting everything back. Now, unless you've tried this method and it works for you, I urge you not to start that way because what usually happens is that first spark of interest or inspiration really depletes as we're going and it all getting it all taken care of and put back is usually way too high of an expectation for our ADHD brains but like I said if it works for you do it if it If it doesn't work for you and you end up sleeping on a big, huge pile of laundry, um, I invite you to try this. Like, if this way wouldn't work for you or you've tried it doesn't work, I love to offer a different, a little more simple way that can be adapted from one nightstand to an entire room. Are you ready for it? Okay, here we go. Number one, get out of the scarcity mindset and take morality and out of the decision making, period. So do a thought download and get all of your feelings out and get out of that mindset. Then pick one small area and just start. Follow the three pile rule. Again, this is in the freebie that's in the show notes. Pile one is trash. Pile two is donate. Pile three is keep. There are rules for the piles. For the keep, you can only keep it if you can answer yes to all of these questions. Do you love it? Do you have a place for it? And does it work? If it's broken, old, and you wouldn't give it to a friend or a family member, please throw it away. The homeless have enough to worry about. They don't need to also throw out your trash. So if you wouldn't give it to a friend or a family member or a coworker, 
throw it away. And if it works, but you don't love it, have a place for it, etc., put it in the donate pile. The last rule, especially if you are just starting this process, your pile of trash and donate should be bigger than your keep pile. If you're really just starting out, it should be like double the size. Trash and donate should be double the size of your keep pile. If it's not, go back through that keep pile and make sure you've used all those things in recent past or you can specify a time in the near future where you're going to use it again. And I promise you that this is a great way to kick off your spring cleaning. Reference the show notes for the freebie that goes along with this one. And I hope to talk to you soon. Stay authentic, friends.